Sweating in this dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mommy, my mommy, Sweat. our first guest. We hooray! Yay, Yay I'm a guest. <laughs> We're here on Whitby Island at my childhood home. It's beautiful here. See, Feels uh, like we're in Hawaii. <laughs> the uh, Puget Sound. Hawaii. Puget Sound. We have some eagles, most likely. This is my mom. Hello. <laughs> 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 Who are you talking to? Hello. <laughs> I am Cheryl. Cheryl or Cherub Zimmerman, also known as Cherub. <laughs> Why did you have? Wait. Yeah, tell tell everyone why. <laughs> this is me the first episode. Yeah, we're like, do we look? I don't know. Just talking to the mic. Hello. <laughs> but the we can kind of look if we want. Oh, oh. Your nickname. So my Cherub. nickname? Where'd it come yeah, from? Where'd it come from? Angelic. Couple different holy reasons. Jesus. That's JJ. 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 Shoot him. So I traveled <laughs> through Europe before Yashin was born when I was 25, and I loved and still mm-hmm. do uh, all of the beautiful architecture that was throughout Europe. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved corners of buildings. I loved all of the carvings and the statues. We had visited Jim Morrison's grave, and so I loved all of the beautiful imagery uh, from uh, all of the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, beautiful surroundings there and we also went and loved Amsterdam uh, because Amsterdam had such fun uh, there living there everyone spoke English there so all of a sudden when you land in Amsterdam you can actually speak to the whole population and so when I got done with that trip, my best friend of the last 30 years, Rebecca, said, your new name is a cherub, antique, sentimental, Amsterdam, Mackner. <laughs> it's, like, it's like my dead cat's name, Wendy. <laughs> yeah. Wendy Elena Star Madeline Mackner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then it so became cherub, <laughs> antique, because I loved antiques, and then it became cherub, A. And then some I people call that. me cheruba. But then... Short fa- for cherubum. Yes. Exactly. Well, then that's cherubum. the segue, because then... As life is with the parallel universes, and all of a sudden you start discovering the mysteries of yourself because mm. of the surrounding uh, manifestations and connections, mm-hmm. the uh, psychic woman or being, I can't even remember, uh, told me <laughs> that I had a direct link with the cherubims and the seraphims. And yeah. then the cherubs are the protectors of Mother Mary, yeah. which if you look into old paintings, <laughs> there are uh, <laughs> always cherubs surrounding mm-hmm. uh, Mother Mary's. So oh, that yeah. is something also. And I do have an affinity towards and that. And then you got a tattoo. 
Yes, I have a cherub. tattoo that looks like a J when I look at it, and it has two cherubs and some ornate mm. features mm -hmm. uh, on it because I love that ornateness. So that's really and and then I um, only had that name as like a nickname. Yeah, all my friends know you. As yeah, cherub. it was only a nickname, and then when I was married uh, the first time uh, to Elohim's father, your brother, mm -hmm. uh, another good name. His father's Elohim. name is David but he went by name. Shankar which means destroyer of illusions Gosh, I know I'm just the family with the weird names yeah and he he then said oh no we need to be cherub and Shankar so I was introduced oh, to yeah. this community on Whidbey Island as cherub and I was like mm -hmm. well wait a minute that's my nickname for just like special people and then right. everybody became special people so it's been what speaking it is speaking of names just Chachi my name Chachi so Yashin, what about my name? I always say that Yashin is like the Immaculate Conception because <laughs> her entry into this uh, portal and plane was quite magical. Is it picking up? First oh. off, I was downloading children for sure. <laughs> I was children. wanting a child. I was downloading <laughs> names for children. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I would were, go yeah. through Los Angeles when I lived down there and I would um, talk to people at parties and I'd be like, what's your name? And yeah. one time I had a whole English group of people who had names like Catherine Elizabeth Mary. And they had all these unique names and I would just be like, yes. And then I would drive down the highway and I'd see the word Western and I thought, oh, Western, that'd be a good name. Seven, seven, that'd seven. be a great name. Actually, Erica Badu named her child Seven. What's a good place and to hold the Galadriel Lancelot Arthur. Hey, that would yeah. have been a cool name. <laughs> so, oh, Heron. You can look, point it at your look mouth. Look at Heron. Look at magical spirit animal. Oh. You know, we've seen three. That little trip. friend always shows up right at the right <laughs> he moment. He was. He landed on the tree the other day. And one yeah. time, that Heron dropped me a magical feather, which I have in there. They are very Get out. spiritual. What? Oh, yeah. I got one. Oh. Actually, Stacy Wick saw it happen, and she drove over here really quick and grabbed the feather because what? she saw the heron drop oh it God. and said, the heron has brought you a gift. <laughs> wow, so. I found a Tyrannosaurus Rex bone <laughs> what? in my basement oh, when no. I was five. No, <laughs> no. She's a, that's one of her alter egos is the T-Rex. Because oh. I love food. And actually, on the <laughs> island, there were mammoths here. Um, so. the mic mic. Mammoths, mammoth, elephants. So if you go okay. up to the museum, okay. of course, this island is special. It mm -hmm. has mammoths. The whales. Mammoth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Oh, so, name. Your name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I was uh, super into download mode, so, and yeah, I yeah, uh, went to Bashar. My grandpa. So Bashar is a being from the past who... And present and future. Has, no, he's yes. from the future. He's from the future incarnating into the present moment. And yeah. he is channeled by Daryl Anka. Yeah. And Daryl Anka uh, has a channel now. And Bashar, B-A-S-H-A-R. He's a filmmaker, became, too. Oh, really? Apparently. He became incredibly influential. <laughs> so you can imagine 31 years ago in Los Angeles, we were seeking spirit. And we were seeking all these cool things. We mm -hmm. did kundalini yoga down there with yeah. uh, some of the people who started uh, the Golden Temple mm -hmm. and uh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Guru and, Muk. And then, yeah, Guru Muk. 
And then also Ra uh, Rama mm -hmm. Institute, uh, th those friends were yeah. part of that original Kundalini tribe. Mm -hmm. And so we would uh, go and listen to Daralanka and Bashar. And it happened one night um, that we got turned on to him because of Robert, who we called Robert, Club Robert. And Robert had a ring on and fed us peyote. <laughs> and the ring said Bashar, and he said, oh, you have to listen to this. And so he let us listen to Bashar, and we became hooked. And basically, the principles that we were first introduced to were the three absolutes, which are be here now, the now mm -hmm. is the only present moment, that what you put out is what you get back or the vibration you are is the vibration you attract and everything's a mirror. And then the third absolute is that the one is all and the all is one so that everything's connected. So we really journeyed into his teachings and I became pregnant uh, at one point and I am at uh, Bashar. Uh, another story. <laughs> another story about Janos van de Veermaan, her father, who is a, I love to say, a cross between Johnny Depp and River Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And River Phoenix actually died in front of Johnny Depp's club, which is also a weird really? thing. Yeah. The Viper Whoa. Room down in LA. Oh, right. But that's where he had his incident. Yeah. So the what was I going to oh. share oh yeah so I was pregnant with you and I was at an event and it's really special if you go to a Bashar event because you don't always get picked mm -hmm. to talk you have to actually how many people are there if I think back about how many were there, and I think I can have a vision of it, it was at a place called The Onion. <laughs> I think that's what it was called. I feel like there must have been at least 20 in a row, two rows, 40, probably 300, two, two or 300 people. Mm -hmm. And Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, a was it your first people. Bashar event? It was our first live with him. That's oh. a good question. Your mic could be a little closer. We had been listening <laughs> no. to... Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, because it was low. We had been listening to Bashar tapes because uh, Rob Robert, Robert, bootlegged everything and then he... Oh. Was he sure. French, Robert? So Robert said that he was visited by the Archangel Gabriel and told that he would uh, record information and, and deliver information to the masses to help wake up consciousness. Mm. Mm. So he was our good friend, and he turned us on to Bashar. We were so just cool. into it. We would listen. I did massage therapy. I would drive down to Fountain Valley two hours each I way. I love a massage. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Healing arts, baby. <laughs> and I would uh, listen to Bashar all day oh long. I was obsessed. At, on the tapes? Yeah, those tapes, so cool. which were all the Before. teachings. And so then we finally Before get to go to a live. And then we finally, <laughs> I get picked. And everybody's super excited, and I remember it perfectly. I go up there, and you get picked I, before or after the like you raise message. your hand. I think I had to put my name into something and get picked. Well, wow, you always or get you picked. sign. I sign up like you the had, May Queen. You had to sign up. Yeah, or you something. won the sword at the Nutcracker. Or I something? did. And I'm a manifester. Crown? Oh yeah, I ran. I won your Clara crown. You won my Clara crown for the Nutcracker. What the? Yeah, so he, I was uh, very much into alternative medicine, alternative ways, so I knew mm -hmm. I wanted to have a water birth, and so my question was mm -hmm. about the communication between an unborn 
child and their mother mm-hmm. if they had telepathic communication. And he said, first, you must understand you are not dealing with a child. You're dealing with a soul <laughs> who has decided to incarnate within you. Mm. Wow. And mm-hmm. then I asked him <laughs> about a water birth and he did one of our favorite things. He would channel a dolphin. <laughs> Yeah, and all of a sudden his voice would change, and he and look this up because Bashar is amazing. He's um, he would start to go, and he'd make this high pitched noise, and then all of a sudden he channeled the dolphin, which were all of our favorite things, channeling the dolphin. And he said, "You, the being, and the wait," he said, "You, the baby, and the dolphin will be swimming in a triad of ecstasy, and there will be no pain." Wow, that's what he actually said to me. Well, let me tell you, there is a little bit of pain. But it was pretty amazing. And then we had a water birth with her. We had whales noises and dolphin noises playing when she was born. She had a room that she was born into that was painted like in a a sea. Wait, did he do the one moment? Well, yes. Okay. So then Mm. we're super satisfied. Everybody's super satisfied with Bashar because he's done our favorite things. And then I'm like, okay, thank you, Bashar. And he did our very favorite thing, which was one moment, one, one moment, moment, one moment, one moment, one moment. And I was like, oh my God, he's doing the one yeah. moment. Because that means he's going to ask you a question. So wow. then he says, what have you decided to name this being? And I said, <laughs> uh, I kind of hesitated. And I had a couple names and I one of my names was Talon. Oh my God. And Talon? <laughs> And I said, and like an owl, like, Talon, like kind of, but I like the strong A name. And then so basic. I ended up meeting some Talons. I think name. there's a Talon on Sorry, the I- island. I think there is. And or, you wanted to name me Andromeda. Yeah, that was one of my names. I too. Like and- that. Andromeda. That's, I would have changed that. And um, so he says, <laughs> what have you decided to name this being? <laughs> and I then start just throwing out names and he goes he starts just shaking his head going no and then he starts going sha 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 and i was like uh sh- well my name is cheryl and my nickname is cherub would it have anything to do with that and he said no no it has a sha sound in it wow and the sound will be reflective of who they were who they are and who they will be in this lifetime. And then I am super satisfied and I go to sit down in oh, the right. audience mm-hmm. of 200 people that's very loud yeah. and this experience happens to me, which has happened to me before and the entire space just went mm. and it went blank. And there was no wow. sound in the entire space except for Yashin, Yashin, Yashin. What? And her father being named Yanos, it was the J-A of his name and mm-hmm. the C-H-E of my name. And Yah is actually another word for God or spirit. And Shen, or Shen means spirit. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like God's spirit. So I then am like, oh, my God, that's the name. So I totally like the best friends. I elbow them and said, oh, my God, I think the baby just channeled its name. <laughs> and <laughs> they said, what is it? And I wouldn't tell them. And then, funny experience, it ended up becoming a lo- long-term Waldorf education person. And I did something that they do in Waldorf education, but I wasn't in the education yet. And I went outside during the break, and I wrote her name with a stick in a dirt. In the, in the dirt. Oh, in the dirt. And everybody screamed, and then that ah! was the whole... Yeah, when people ask me, they're like, "What is? where did you... Where'd your name come from? I'm like, I don't know. My mom. Well, I do say I do know, but I'm, I'm not going to go into it always when people ask. And I'm like, well, she channeled it and 
Wrote yeah, it in the dirt. It, it was really <laughs> just powerful. But then the cool thing is, is six months later, we had what's called a private. And a private oh, yeah, is yeah, where yeah. you hire so Bashar cool. and you get to have this experience with like 12 people. So then she's six months mm-hmm. old. She's born or a few months old. And so, mm. of course, I want to I go into that experience and say, I have a question for you. And then this is the coolest. I said, six months ago, I was at a live with you and you shared this information with me about the possibility of her name and the name Yashin came through and he went, Dancing Light! <laughs> that's what her name means and that's who she is. Dancing Light. Wow. And that oh is, my yeah, God. And that is yeah. how she, and then yeah, she ends up becoming light. a professional dancer. So the whole thing, I'm, so I'm telling you, parallel universes. Oh, so the part where he said she was... Name Yashin, she will be Yashin. Yeah, so that is who she was. That is who she is. Yeah, something like that. Be. Who he she will be? He said that at the first meeting. With yeah, him. at the first okay. one. Yeah, wow. and so then um, her name is Yashin Vibika Rain. Yeah, and I would. Vi- all, yeah. Because my mom's uh, name yeah. and Rain, because Just I the, love the elements. People, whenever I tell them my name, they're like, "You had hippie parents, didn't <laughs> you?" <laughs> I'm like, I get kind of offended by that. I'm like, well. So I think, you know, it's yes, funny that we're a hippie. No. Um, yeah, because like, you're not hippie, a hippie. I think really, you know, came about in the 60s. And that wasn't I'm really not, yeah. as much my, I was born in the 60s, but it wasn't my era as far as being a teenager. and, and uh, Right. So it was A new more, age hippie. I feel like in the late <laughs> 80s, early 90s, there was uh, what was called the harmonic convergence. And the harmonic convergence was an awakening that they say was like a parallel to the 60s where there was this awakening with beings Mm, and mm -hmm. so i feel and and actually i forgot i don't know if i ever told you this on the day of the harmonic convergence we take you out to joshua tree to the desert because you are everybody's favorite baby and you're raised by a village and you're a water birth and everybody's there and i take you out to the desert and i put you you have a little snuggly i think i have a picture somewhere and we are waiting for the ufos to pick us up (laughs) out in the desert (laughs) with the baby we're like risk takers here (laughs) Abductor. Uh, <laughs> Probus. They, did, they didn't show up. But there was that, that time. Did they heard. show up before? They was this the have. first um, time you were trying to? Uh, you know, I've had experiences <laughs> with uh, what would be known as uh, deities or uh, mm-hmm. beings, light. vampire, From another dimension. Uh, light beings, light workers, uh, aliens, yes. Mm-hmm. And I. Those are stories that uh, sometimes people will be like, really? Did that really happen to you? You know, life is what we make up uh, in our mind process. But I did have physical experiences that would lead me to believe that something special was happening in my reality. You had that one experience you told me where you were at ghost. That con- the ghost at I the had concert. Ghost. Yeah, I had a ghost or- experience. That was interesting. I could tell that story. Yeah. So the ghost experience was... You went to, sorry to interrupt. You went to a lot of cool rock and roll concerts. Yeah, so and- I was uh, raised, uh, born in 1964. So by the time... I mean, like I love Led Zeppelin and bands like that, classic mm-hmm. rock and stuff. But they weren't my generation either. I was one generation after that. And so I was... Uh, I became a heavy metal. You're a Rush fan, <laughs> but I she also loves was, Rush. Yeah, I was into Rush. And I, was into I used to have a Rush T-shirt. Yeah, I ha- my license plate said Rush Buff. It got stolen once, and oh then I got God. a new one, and I still have it. Oh actually. My God. And I have one that says Cherubay. But I think that's what makes you so unique because you had all this rock and roll, L.A. 
life yeah. and then you got into the expansiveness of yeah, I th- consciousness and it, all that. Yeah, <laughs> it, I think it, it's funny because I love music. I think that's what it came down to. You love music. My parents would blast classic rock through the yeah. house with the giant speakers and everything beautiful. Like he'd only have Sony and mm-hmm. all this wonderful uh, sound equipment and whatnot. And, yeah. And so we were just exposed to really great music. And I think... When I look back, I was thinking about that this this morning. When I look back at like where that spiritual like awareness came from, I actually had it as a child. I was very attuned with animals and plants, and I used to just like have this walnut tree at my grandma's house that I would talk to, and I knew it was alive. And then I would stare at the mm. grass, and I would just like watch ants, and mm. and then I had this kind of connection between the Holstein cows that were there because they had a dairy farm. And uh, now I've been a vegetarian for like 30 years uh, plus, but just a connection with animal and choices and all of that. Not Mm -hmm. that I'm judging on it, but that was the best path path for me and Mm. you know raised down in uh san diego and being able to go to the beach and kind of in this um it you know raised at a time where you didn't wear helmets and you (laughs) yeah you were on roller skates and you would crash into bushes and you know you're just kind of wild you'd go out uh for halloween and you wouldn't come back for three hours until you had (laughs) two days later you come back (laughs) pillowcase full of food and then you'd uh Gamble. And oh my god! You trade cocaine out of Coca-Cola <laughs> bottles. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. No, that is how. That is a yeah. real thing. Cocaine? Isn't that interesting? We could go down the corporate, Coke, the corporate cocaine, world yeah. too. Yeah. So the um, uh, yeah. So then I think uh, just thinking about what happened to me is I yeah I did a lot of music and or I was around a lot of music and a lot of people with music. And what were you speaking you to? You were about? in a band, too. What was the question you asked? Well, we were talking music? about the your early days in L.A. It actually right started be- in San Diego. Before, okay, in San Diego before I, I had all my... Conceived. Yeah, before you were conceived. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and yeah, then I, you did that. You had a ghost experience, too. Oh, yeah, that's what oh. we were speaking to. You know, thinking about... When you asked about like the spiritual awakening, I would say that the ghost story did probably have a big impact on waking me up because it was real and it happened. And here's the story. So we used to go to a lot of rock and roll shows locally down in San Diego and all of the really top musicians down there, Tim Orhood, shout out, oh, Joe Tim Fazio, Tig Kettler, no. Bang Tango. <laughs> Actually, Joe Lestay, Bang Tango, they all were my friends down there. And they would rehearse at this theater. And this was an old theater. uh, And it was beautiful. And it had a grumpy owner. And the grumpy owner died about a week before this experience happened. Oh. And I was such a... We would also... They would also rehearse at a place called the Carnation Milk Factory, which was an old Carnation Milk Factory. And it was kind of abandoned at the time. Mm -hmm. And it was just this place where we would all hang out and have fun. So... We were, and I loved exploring the Carnation Milk Factory. I would definitely get into doing that. 
And I Who doesn't? like exploring. <laughs> I used to explore old barns. I like exploring things that are kind of mysterious, but I don't mm-hmm. like scary oh, movies. I love that too. Yeah. I, I don't like scary movies. I don't mm-hmm. like uh, that kind of energy, but I like the mystery of exploring kind mm. of abandoned places. Yeah. So I was in exploration mode at this old theater and we had to go to the bathroom. And right. at the time, it's the 80s, late 80s, and I'm wearing a one-piece, <laughs> I still remember it, kind of, oh, we would call things the Kajagugu, where you'd have baggy, <laughs> baggy pants. Kajagugu. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was a band. Was that a band? Um, and I don't know. It was a one-piece outfit, no bra, you Mike know, barely. Mike in front of the face. What, what? Mike in front of your face. You would love this outfit that I was wearing oh, that yeah. night. We're going to have to get that on eBay. God, I wish I kept it. Why didn't I keep it? So I'm wearing this outfit everything. that I loved. I do keep everything. <laughs> I have a whole history of my life. Uh, so I have this outfit on. These two girls that were younger than me wanted to go to the restroom. So we go downstairs of this old theater, and mm-hmm. there's no lights. So there's also no cell phones back in the day, but there was light kind of coming from another area. So one person was in charge of holding the door. There were two stalls. They had these old metal locks that you had to click shut to shut the door. And I proceed to take off my one-piece outfit, and I'm really careful to lock that door because I'm naked underneath. Mm. And were you going number one? Just number, no, just potty. We were having a little girl potty break. Okay. And I'm kind of just doing my own thing, going to the restroom, getting ready. And all of a sudden, the girl in the stall next to me says, "Oh my God, my door just opened!" And I was like, I wasn't really paying attention uh-huh. to her. But I was kind of like, what? What is she saying? My door just opened. And then all of a sudden, my bolted door just goes, and it opens, and the door swings open. What? And I said, oh, my God, my door just opened, too. (laughs) And the girls freaked out, and they screamed, ah! And they went running out, and the door slammed behind them. All of a sudden, I'm in the pitch dark with my pants down. And I just had one thing that I started thought was the right thing to do. I started speaking to the ghost. I said, (laughs) oh, well, that's not very polite of you to spy on a girl when she's, you know, using the restroom kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I just kind of gathered my wits and I got my outfit back on. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go check this out. It was pitch dark. Yeah, but there was like little like theater light. But for sure when the bathroom. Was there a toilet or was it just the floor? Uh, no, no, there was two toilets with two locking okay. doors. And it's like and a everything. latch where it goes. Yeah, so then I investigated, it. and the outside of the door, there was no way that it could have been opened from the uh, outside. Oh, and so it happened to right. the girl next to me, and then it happened to me, and I watched it happen, so I was like tripped out. And the other girl was like four feet away holding the door. Yeah. And so then I just kind of, I still remember this, just kind of spying on these other uh, rooms and opening the door up and just kind of like, hmm. And I I wasn't as scared as I thought I would be. And then I came walking around the corner to this area that was kind of like a seating area. And the local witch girl that was at the theater that night looks Mm -hmm. at me and she's like hey what are you doing I said oh my god nice to see you I think I just had a ghost experience and she said oh you did 
And she sat down and she goes, this place is totally haunted and there's entities everywhere. Get those entities off you. Yeah. Well, then she (laughs) says, in fact, (laughs) he's sitting right next to you right now in the booth. And so then I was kind of like, whoa. Was she just trying to scare you? I don't think so. It was really not like a scary conversation. It was her just very matter of fact. Yeah, Uh just very matter of fact. Mm -hmm. And so then fast forward, I think... After I left uh, San Diego and we went up to Los Angeles, there was this, I met Rebecca uh, through the Joes. We like to say that the Joes were our boyfriends and then we met each other and fell in love and all of a sudden we didn't have boyfriends anymore. <laughs> and um, we went on this awakening journey together. Oh, we yeah. started just getting into, the one of the first things we started doing was chakra meditation. Mm. I remember I was a personal trainer at a gym and this uh chiropractor went up to me and he said do you know what the chakras are and I was like no what are they and he's like they're energy fields in your body and you can like balance them or they can get out of balance and I was kind of like oh okay (laughs) and so you know spinning wheels of light Mm -hmm. the the, uh, chakras and so Mm. I ended up uh, you know once you open a door to something I think and especially with law of attraction you just start to attract more of that because you're putting out this frequency and this pulse that you're interested and you Mm -hmm. have this high excitement and emotion and I would always and still get excited about manifestation things when they manifest I I always just like find it um, kind of like a unique experience even though I'm like oh my god it's happened so many times over and over and over yet I'm still a believer in magic so there's still this kind of fun feeling and uh, we met a man he's still down in LA named Don Tinling and we would do these chakra yeah Don the The, photographer photographer? yeah and we would do chakra meditations with him and then eventually right before Yashin was born we went to Europe and we actually took a gondola or whatever they're called up to the side of a mountain in Switzerland and did a whole spiritual retreat with him and I think at that point it was just opened up and Mm. when we got back to LA then we started getting into kundalini yoga Mm. Mm-hmm. and crystals and then I we would go to whole life fairs which were the I don't I shouldn't have that on you I'm put it turn on that off. Uh, we'd go to the whole life fairs were or whole life expos were these spiritual fairs that uh, people like Greg Braden were at I mean all these kind of early educators who were hmm. had written books and they were incredible and it just uh, continued then I kind of went through a partying phase, too. That was yeah. interesting, where you kind of go from, like, uh, the rock and roll partying to kind of enlightenment or this, when this I, awakening. And then... Well, yeah, because when I was a baby, you took me to some fashion shows or concerts. Yeah, well, you were at, uh, you were at the Jean-Paul Gaultier fashion show where Madonna was and Anthony Kiedis of the Chili Peppers were, and we were, I still remember white tank tops, black flare pants, hair back in a bun, hoop earrings. Like we were like (laughs) the it girls (laughs) and dressed like twins, Rebecca and I. That's Madonna. Kind of reminds me of the look of Madonna's backup dancers. Yeah, maybe Those exactly. Two? Yeah, probably. Yeah. And then famous. you were wearing a Chrome Hearts T-shirt because Chrome Hearts at the time, the very couture mm. brand now, were just launching their uh, world, Chrome and Hearts. we knew them too, and we would go to parties with them in Malibu, and and they didn't were... I get you backstage or something? 
Yeah. As a baby. So then Rebecca <laughs> says, we want to get backstage. And so we're up at the gate of this uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier fashion show. And the guy's like, no way can you get back here. And at one point, I think we <laughs> tried it again. And we had you and, and this man at the exact timing of... <laughs> <laughs> At the exact timing of us trying to get backstage, he says, oh, my gosh, is this the baby in the show? <laughs> the baby is supposed to be back there. And Rebecca goes, yes, yes this is the baby in the show. Yes. And we need to get back there. I am the baby. I am the baby. And she was the baby. The and then I'm oh like, oh, my God, you just lied to the guy. And then he <laughs> brings us back stage and there's anthony kiedis and flea and they're both or anthony jumping up and down backstage and we're like holy crap and he says wait here and we're gonna go find what you know you're supposed to be doing <laughs> you put me in the show get you in the mark <laughs> no then <laughs> we looked rebecca video. and i looked at each other and we're like let's get out of here and we went back to our seat and christina but applegate was sitting behind no us. way i yeah. love her what? wait yeah. i thought is that how she met Anthony Kiedis, Rebecca? Yeah, so then we just watched the show and we had the backstage oh, passes. Oh. So then we go in yeah. uh, one level at a time and we hit more security. But that night, uh, Faye Dunaway came out and looked wow. at you and said that you were the most beautiful baby. Um, wow. Billy Idol opened a door and walked out like this, this is a super, name drop episode. Yeah, slow mo, <laughs> and that was trippy. Just in his heyday, yeah. and then Doctor. Why were Ruth, they all there? Were they it, all performing? It, it was. Uh, I think they were performing. They were guests, exactly. Uh, okay. And it was a fashion show with all these stars. Mm -hmm. It was the time that Madonna had the crisscross thing with her boobs out. Um, the I triangle mean, boobs. Yeah, the triangle boobs. No, not the cone oh, boobs. The but Jean-Paul Gaultier was the designer for that. Yeah, Gosh, but you. Could look it up. It was face. one of the first time uh, that um, that she had her. She looked so good. And now her nipples out. Well, I don't know if we want to judge on people. <laughs> True. <laughs> they can make their <laughs> own choices. Do we choice. or do we not? Do we not? I don't think so. To judge or not to, uh, to judge. No, thou shalt not judge. I mean, you she, know, I there's. Yeah. I, I mean, talking about it seems that. Seems like she do, did do things to her face. Yeah, though. it's hard, probably, for people who are superstars to have to let go of their youth. I mean, it's hard for anybody that you have to kind of just let go and and mm. surf reality and. And there I, could be darker things. Yeah, there could be darker all. things, and mm -hmm. so. Finishing the story, Dr. Mm -hmm. Ruth also, oh my God, this is the most beautiful baby. In her, <laughs> she was the sex doctor. Oh, and then yeah. we, oh, all no. we wanted to do was meet the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Of course we did. Uh -huh. And then at one point, they were up there and they start walking down the hall. And next thing you know, he spots Rebecca. Anthony spots Rebecca and he stops her. She's right here and he goes, boom, boom. And he looks at Mike. her and is like, what's your name or something? And then we got invited to a party and we were uh, and then, uh, upstairs at some fancy party. And I thought I was going to marry Flea and she <laughs> was going to be with Anthony because Flea was a dad. And <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he was a bass player and I was a bass player. So I was like, it's happening. And um, But it wasn't happening on that level. But then Anthony did, back in the day, again, no cell phones, get Rebecca's phone number. So every day for a week, we lived in a place in Los Angeles, a 1930s, uh, what I would call a castle. We called it Castle de Teviot, and it was a um, 1930s beautiful turreted like mansion with uh, Spanish tile floors. Mm. 
gorgeous uh, stained glass windows and 30-foot ceilings, 40-foot ceilings with beams. It was beautiful. Arch doorways. Yeah. And oh, and we visited all, it. Yeah, we visited oh, it because your placenta is now. buried there. Yeah, and influencers live there. Well, not... It was this... Actually, he's a he's a writer and... He's pretty famous. Yeah, I don't know. We he lives there. there. He was FaceTiming. With Three years ago. Well, I'll just finish the story about Anthony. So okay. then one day the phone rings and um, it's him. And I, of course, I'm like, let me ask who's calling, please. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, this is Anthony. Anyway, long story short, he Anthony showed up in his red Corvette, <laughs> picked Rebecca up for a date, and they went out. And, and that was cool. And then he sucked a raisin off my high chair. Oh, yeah, that's right. He went down there and he looked at her in her high chair <laughs> and he went, <laughs> and he sucked a raisin <laughs> off her high chair. And Why? I was like, you know, what honestly, you a very cool what experience. What do you think ended their little short relationship? You know, it, those kinds of things were just if they exchanges. Went out every day, that's kind of Chakra realignment. I, I, I don't know how much they went out. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> but I think it was just a short period of time. And mm-hmm. it was really, again, a manifestation. It was kind of like the ultimate to have uh, the, him come over to our house and suck a raisin off your high chair. That was the highlight yeah. for me. I was like, I don't care. Rebecca's well, going out with like him. it's almost like a resonance. <laughs> it's a... You're a match to that yeah, exactly. situation. Well, that's and what, yeah, I was speaking yeah. to that because like all of a sudden you start to recognize that the things you love, whether it's rock and roll, whether it's a crystal, whether it's travel, whether it's a bug, the more you focus on them and you get that excitement and frequency and high and you just, we were in a place where we just believed we had been doing tons of Bashar uh, audio listening to, we'd had these magical experiences, we were tuning in, we were tapping in as like Abraham says, and then you <laughs> You're in this frequency uh, that is, yeah, tuned in, tapped in, and you just match. And all of a sudden you have these incredibly rad experiences, like these experiences that you're kind of going, wow. I mean, and they, those experiences, they continued and there's so many stories I could share. Mm -hmm. And we were going to talk about, uh, oh, well, Yano's. Yeah. So even Yano's, I mean, Yano's was a, my bio dad. Yeah. Janos was a gorgeous, beautiful human. He passed away um, a year ago, January. He had a very dark path and a dark journey, but that never uh, was who, that wasn't who he was as a person or a being. He Mm. was an incredibly kind, loving, conscious, funny, beautiful person. And when I met all three of my uh, baby daddies because I have three children <laughs> with three dads there was an instantaneous uh, realization and connection and a download in that moment the and the moment I saw Yano's uh, <gasps> butterfly oh no way. and no the way. monarch butterfly that was represents Yano's. yeah that is for and sure the other side did we er- see that Leo? Earlier. I was going to say it was Earlier. grandma, but Earlier. I would say it's Yano's for sure. That was pretty. That was pretty profound. Oof. Yeah. I almost but got see, chills. There it is. Yeah. You almost touched it. I almost got chills. I know. So Monarch Butterfly, right when we're speaking his name. <laughs> so right when I saw him, he, um, I said, oh, my God, must breed with him. For those, that, I don't know. If, if, I literally if, heard that if, must breed with him. They, he would make the most beautiful the child. Noises. That was a butterfly that just flew in front of us. If they're not watching, the yes, video. Why don't you yeah, speak it, to that. It was a 
Okay, so yeah, right when we were speaking of Llanos, uh, the monarch butterfly flew by, which if anybody knows about Dia de los Muertos, uh, the Day of the Dead, the monarch butterfly in particular represents the other side. So the incarnation where they're carrying that kind of that orange, like follow them. So at the Waldorf school, remember you would always do your Dia de los Muertos celebration. Interesting. Like, do you really think Janos reincarnated as a butterfly? I don't know if someone or it's more just hard. It's almost like like an energy. Like he could just, I think the spirit could be in multiple. You're you're just infinite potential. I think on the other side, you can just tune in and be in multiple realities is my thoughts and parallel universes and, if he wanted to be instantaneous with you because he loved me for sure, but he loved you. Yeah. We most, talked to our friend you know, Paula, yeah. the medium and she, he came through. Yeah. And your grandma. Yeah. It's special. Yeah. So then Janos, I met Janos and that was a whole nother uh, experience. And that was when I kind of, that drug phase I went through, um, mm where I'd never done acid before and all of a sudden I meet these people <laughs> who like okay like he gave me three hits of acid the very first <laughs> time I did it and all, next thing you know I painted myself like a Native American <laughs> oh and uh-huh. I ended up at IHOP in the morning still dressed like a Native American oh my God. With just I remember just like taking the paintbrush and I'm like Ehh. and I, oh. I didn't have like a bad trip I just turned into probably what your, was my inner guides? I was supposed to yeah, have maybe two your, native chiefs yeah, as yeah. guides, and so all of a sudden I Not, was just in that. I was what's in that. the word appropriation? <laughs> a cultural appropriation. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I feel like that's not. It's because that's a whole another topic that we were talking about with Kelson. Right. Where they it's took almost the totem uh, down it's almost offensive island. that they took that totem down in Langley. Do you yeah, know that? It's um, it's getting a little out of control. Well, you, I was I mean, just, you know, I, I was thinking to your because the that totem makes was sense. made it would by be a like white your guides person. coming through. Yeah, I mean, fast forward years later, when I did ceremony with shamans, I saw my guides as two Native American chiefs, and they were kind of almost fighting over me to get my attention. And wow. so I, I, and they were like joking with each other and just almost like hitting each other. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that makes sense because I have a high Native. Oh, I was born in Ellensburg, Washington, yeah. which is high Native American uh, culture. Uh-huh. And uh, shout out to Ellensburg. We're going there this weekend to float down oh the river. My goodness. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Uh, and yeah, the I think that, you know, you, I was just attracted to all of that, like Native American culture. I didn't but, know a lot about it. Well, it's interesting. People say sometimes we're all Native Americans if you're born in America. Yeah. Because technically mm-hmm. you are Native right. here. Um, right. For sure. But and I actually like the, American. I like what, how Canada says First Nations peoples. Oh. First Nations peoples. And, you know, God, I just saw. I don't get that, First Nation. Uh, they're the first ones here. And, you uh. know, it's, uh, it's interesting to have to trust in that experience that we're sitting here on their island. In yeah. What but used it is, to b- but they took down those totem poles on the beach. In yeah, Langley, I'm not and sure. I, Maybe they weren't real. No, is, well, they, yeah, no. Pat they McBay w- made it was them. an illusion. 
Well, if they weren't real totem poles that were made by real natives, then I could understand that they would have then a totem Kelsen, pole has a story right. within it. But he's a woodsman and he was honoring the culture and making Oh, and he's amazing. Pat McVeigh. It almost is trying to erase the culture. That it feels more offensive if anything to like take something it down. Out. To be like, "Oh, erasing that that culture was ever there." Even though, you know, cuz when you honor another culture, you're it's I would say it's coming from a high place of respect. Yeah. Like you're like for sure. copying something or, yeah. We could bring them well, back. We, it's almost more offensive to take something down to be like, let's not have it be there. Well, we have a lot of amazing artists on Whidbey Island. And this but is I really under, an artist community. And so Pat McVeigh, being right. a wood carver, yeah. he created living greens beautiful wood carving he's done carvings all over the island mm. for different shout businesses. out living green yeah living <laughs> green natural food and apothecary living that's green. the two that, two one eight two four two uh, yeah i got that number <laughs> back know. so i'm opening a new juice bar called tonic <laughs> juice and remedy next number. to our ramen shop called ultra house this is my commercial <laughs> and i got she used to own a restaurant living green uh, natural store it was called Health Living Green store. Natural Food and Apothecary. And Pat McVeigh did our carving, which the logo was a blissed out sunflower kind of rolling his eyes in the sky. He was on three hits of acid. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, at that point, I didn't know that the sunflower represented international peace. And wow. I didn't know I was oh. born on the day of international oh. peace. Oh, my God. So that's the know, segue but... of all of the funniness that starts to happen when you have awareness of... Synchronicities. Yeah, co-creating our reality and having awareness Speaking of, of it. Speaking of birthdays, you're... Yeah, a, when is your uh, day of peace? You're a Virgo. September 21st, yeah. I was born on the day of international peace at 1 p.m. So exactly. you're a... So we learned you're a Sag rising. I think I'm a, a Virgo and a Sag rising and an Aries moon. We could confirm that. On, and we should get into what her Vedic is. Too. I am a dragon. Well, me too. I think uh, dragon, your Chinese yeah. astrology has a high influence uh, also because yeah. I am a leader by nature and the dragons are the most gregarious and probably the most tenacious and people in China Intense. want their children to be born under the sign of the dragon because they're a very abundant, affluent sign. Ah. So, um, Are you a wood dragon or a water? I am a wood dragon, okay. which is a more peaceful Mellow. dragon. Day um, of peace. Yeah, day of peace. But so you are you very much five, a dragon. Yeah, your five elements and... Uh, wood, metal, water, air, mm -hmm. and fire? Is that? Fire yeah. dragon. What are it's, we? We're goats. What You're type goats. of goat? We're metal. We looked it up. Metal goats. Metal goats. Yeah. Metal yeah. goats. Yeah. I think that's a sheep followers. Sheep so We're they heavy. follow me. We're very <laughs> like, we like nice you, things. You, you know what's very interesting? Creative. We're friendly. Mm. Well, and peaceful and sensitive. Uh -huh. One of the um, stubborn I thought was funny. Yeah. This is another one of those aha moments. So meeting Dennis, my husband, Dennis Zimmerman, he's Dennis a goat. Zimmerman. And my two at first husband, double M double N, he <laughs> was a goat. And then Elohim's a rat, and Atom Such a is rat, a rat. Elohim. And then you two <laughs> are goats, uh -huh. and I'm a dragon. Oh, weird. So there's this interesting. Atom and Elohim are both rats. 
Yes, and so there's this They're kind of parallel. You don't want to be the rat. Well, the rat is amazing. Rat the rat energy. is clever. The rats rats are the most. Im- I had a pet oh. rat when I was growing up. And, uh, <laughs> you got it, it again when we were, when I was the same the, rat. The rat's name was Templeton, named after Charlotte's Web, and he, the, this rat was like my psychic buddy. I mean, I Aww. was. I love this rat. I cried for days when he passed. My mm-hmm. mom tried to save him by giving him, she's a nurse, giving him medicine. But rats only uh-huh. live about two years. And CPR. Yeah, so <laughs> it's funny. The what? Mouth to mouth. Giving right? the rat mouth to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Come back. Yeah. Get the defibrillator. Rats are amazing. Clear. I think mm-hmm. all of the Chinese astrology is amazing, and it's yeah. really cool to be able to kind of look up partnership or relationships with work. It's one of yeah. my questions yeah. when I do a uh, interview with people at our business. Oh I my always gosh. ask them what they're you Chinese. Do? So I do. It's funny because I ask them what a their lot Chinese of people are is. into human design, and that's my last. Like where I worked last at Third Eye, they were they would implement human design. Like, what's your human design? Ma ma ma. But are I you think a manifester. I th- and that's actually very like. It's helpful for sure, yeah. but I feel it's more trending or something. Human design. Yeah, some celebs are talking about their sign yeah. chart. That's cool that you do the design. Chinese. That's really it's funny. Old uh, all of these, uh-huh. uh, you know, Chinese I guess that's astrology. a sign of consciousness, right? And you have different like that harmonic convergence. Oh, I was are you speaking a manifesting? To. You're probably a manifesting generator. I think so. I think I did that for I think you. You did that for me. And but I'm it's funny, even the word manifestation, like it is like now a common word, eleven eleven, that uh, portal number, angel of, numbers. Well, the best thing I ever heard about eleven eleven was that it's the pre-encoded. Wait, what is it? Yeah, oh, I still oh, love the pre-encoded make fun of response <laughs> in our consciousness to I help see us. Six 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 all the time. Oh, Le- sorry, mom. That's okay. Pre-encoded consciousness response wait re, wait pre-encoded response in our consciousness to remember our way home to the light Ooh, yeah. that's what 1111 is supposed uh, to be like a wake-up signal yeah. but then 666 right that's supposed to be a sign of physicality and when you see that number it's not necessarily the devil it's more no, of a number a representing physical reality and then you can transmute 666 into 333 or 999. 333 is a decision mm. number and 999 is a completion number. And Numerology so, so that was another thing that I started doing is I just started finding synchronicity in numbers. And that was another little wake up uh journey for me where I would start to recognize 1111 and we've been following the 1111 my PO box is 1111 we've been following mm-hmm. that for a long time probably 30 years now people it. are all make a wish well, there's also almost this sigh up to take down spirituality but then there's also people that spiritual bypass I don't know it's all well, I think there's always like this. Um, I, I think what I've learned with recently with all of the C word and uh, energy with politics is that there's a divisive energy that is what Shankar, first husband, would call uh, separation consciousness, where you have uh, yeah. this need to separate your. Uh, thoughts into what would be considered judgment and that it's us and them or rather than looking at everything as an aspect of the whole or an aspect of the one 
which again, going back to Bashar's teaching, I'll just repeat them. The three absolute is that we are here in the present moment, so be here now. What you put out comes back. Mm-hmm. And follow your excitement. You, That's right. The vibration Bashar. you are is the vibration yeah. you attract. And then that everything is connected. The one is all and the all is one. So if everything's connected, that any sense of separation with a division, like through politics, these are just the games that humans are playing to probably have more exp- Yanos just kidding oh my god <laughs> he's <laughs> back yeah. he's back <laughs> that well, was JJ was, yeah the just right. more more, ex- more expansion to disconnect us from our higher selves you yeah know, they implement all these different uh I don't know. I've lost Distract. It. Well, I would say, yeah, yeah there's separation. lots of distractions through of media. There's lots of distraction through uh, sports, But games. it does seem like there's this war on spirituality. Remington and them talk about that. Yeah. Like, don't. Do it seems kind of funny. Like, I always just say, God, really? Like, is, <laughs> is spirit and nature not going to win? I have no thought that we wouldn't have. But then is winning, not winning, but could you defeat something like that? Is that even a concept? Because we're inherently spiritual. The earth is inherently spiritual. The, everything is alive and uh, a being from the crystal to the yeah. plant. Yeah. Everything's just mango plant. Shout be. out to the mango plant. I know. Shout out, Mr. Mango. <laughs> it's, a, it's a she. <laughs> Mrs. Mango. <laughs> Actually, she matches your dress quite well. I know. Well, we're like. in a little... Yeah. Beautiful, picturesque. We are. Yeah, it's funny right now. I, I, I guess, you know, there's a, a an awakening just like there mm-hmm. has been for a long time. But then if you look at it like a, almost like a snowball effect where like it starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think that is what's really happening is that there's this awakening that cannot be shut down, that cannot be stopped. And I have heard from people who've looked into timelines that they're there even if there were uh humans or aliens or anybody with a bad intent to try to shut down humanity that humanity or consciousness has already shifted into a, a newer awakening that that cannot be shut down that hmm. it's our like this person who looked at these timelines said that it's already over like but what it's, about bill gates well, you know, they're it's just people. So I would say their timelines. You know, they're what happens is people die, right? And um, that, uh. like that, and whether or not he will have power from the other side to influence Bill this Gates. world, I just think a, that you don't live your life in fear of Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like Microsoft you know, Word. He, he's from up here in the Northwest. I remember once we first moved here, we're so excited to go try to see his house off of Lake Washington, and throw I, eggs at it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was more like, hmm, that's a big house. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think even with, like, people who are known, I, I just don't know if we want to judge anybody, but that everybody has their gift that they're mm. bringing into the world, and everybody has, uh, everybody's an aspect of us. So if, like, Bill Gates is me, and I am you, and you yeah. are her, and she is the plant. and Yeah, because you can go down all the rabbit holes. You can, but I, and you and can easily go into separation and device. Yeah, and it, those, sure. I feel like, definitely baby have <laughs> truth in it, right? Yeah. There is truth in all those. But it goes back to what Bashar talks about, is um, you kind of live the reality, the reality that you 
Thank God. <laughs> you need another matzo. Well, okay. So no, no, but Bashar has this whole thing where your beliefs are your reality. Yeah. And if, absolutely. if that's the world you live in, yeah. if you go, that's going to be the truth. A hundred percent. And so how do you work with your beliefs? They're it's so funny. I had ephemeral. a, I had a, a little boutique after I sold living green that was called belief boutique de- dedicated to zippy. Shout out to buy a divine Zephyr. Mm. <laughs> Our little best friend. Oh, we, oh my gosh. We played, we were at the coffee place and don't stop. Believing don't stop believing yeah. came in. Came on. Uh-huh. That was, uh, uh, one of uh, the big tragedies in life where a young person was lost in an accident and it was an awakening for so many people and so much sadness and whatnot. But I did create Belief Boutique because of her Don't Stop Believing connection. And mm. uh, it's almost like that. A belief is curated and whatever you believe, so, so be it. Like that is usually the reality that shows up. And it's interesting. Yeah. It's that whole what sure. you put out comes comes back. Like if you're angry, you tend to have more angry people towards you. If you're uh, happy, you tend to draw more happiness towards you. If everything's a mirror, it's like a reflection. And I was going to share something about uh, the beliefs. Oh, Bashar, what you were sharing mm-hmm. on, th- that really we have... Uh, we have this power to co-create what we want to see in mm-hmm. our world by the frequency of the thoughts that we put out and then the emotional energy connected to that. Like A lot get, of people just don't realize that and they yeah. are on a constant negative loop or... Because they might be watching or, too much media or they might be too influenced by pop stars or whatever. they think all whatever. this stuff we're talking about is uh. BS or they like, you know... Yeah, any of that, or they're on. I think I think though that truth rings clear to people, they're and that drugs. when you have a a kind of a confidence <laughs> about what truth is, and one of the things I do know is that when you become a warrior for the light, you attract and you wake people up. So there's no doubt that when I have my business, I people get attracted to you. They get they're they're interested in vivacious energy. They're like, hmm, what's going on with that person? So think about like if you go somewhere and you see somebody who's like at a party and they're really um, maybe not boisterous, but their kind of laughter is contagious and they're uh, you just notice them like they have their presence. I think everybody has that uh, ability, and of course that's that's how we're rolling in this. Yeah, world. living by example versus just telling people what to do or how yeah, to be that's true also i think it's yeah. is huge there was something mm-hmm. else i was gonna say about bashar thinking is foggy business yeah sometimes sure. right that's why we want to get out of the thinking and get into Feeling. the silence and meditation and you can use all the different tools to just quiet your experience yeah and we had a we do sometimes meditate i would like to meditate more daily but i really thought when we talked with paula that was a nice reminder of not just doing it for oh this is my morning routine i gotta get in and relax and having it be like a checklist but a time to connect with the guides because when you start to connect and slow down and meditate and the guides can come through actually you're opening yourself up to more miracles in the physical that more things mm. can manifest, like we've been yeah, talking about manifestation, sure. uh, in a more effortless way because right. you've 
you're going to be more in tune with these guides and other the spirit realm. Right. It, like every day we wake up and we have like this beautiful, gorgeous surrounding and the sun rising mm -hmm. over here. And you have this experience where you could just be like whatever you'd like to be that day. They're going to be able to work with you more in this physical sure. being and lead you to the right people to meet, lead you to the right circumstances. And just being grateful. Like so we yeah. took our walk yesterday, right? And we oh, had yeah. a, a shout out to Pat here locally. And oh, Pat yeah, tells us, he looks at us and he says, yeah, you know. I just find myself having more trust and being grateful mm -hmm. and just appreciating all of the experiences that are coming my way. Something like that. Is yeah. that what he said? Yeah. And I said, wow, you just summed it all up. And he says, it is you. It is me. Mm. Right. Like I'm like his teacher for that. And I'm like, no, it's you yeah, because you just moment. it was a beautiful moment that we just take a walk and run into someone who reminds us about that. And it's I think it's a great way of speaking. Totally. So enthusiastic. I, I think, too, it, it just comes down to if, if you're grateful, it puts you in the present moment, and yeah. the present moment is love. And if you're not grateful and you're out of the moment, then you're in a more fear-based orientation. And so there's always a checkpoint where you can say, am I in the field of well-being? Am I actually responding to this new now with presence and gratitude and it's a real Wayne Dyer would talk about just literally taking a step into the field of well-being mm -hmm. and just anchoring in gratitude and it can be gratitude for your feet gratitude for the nature gratitude for your dog and that sense of gratitude you can't have uh, anger and love at the same time but that sense of gratitude will instantly anchor presence mm -hmm. and then presence is how we co-create with love in the universe mm. and then it becomes like, wow, it really is. It really? Is it really that easy? Yes, I think it really is that easy. And so I don't know if there's like a big like spiritual definition on life or if just literally being present to what is in the moment with love, that's like kind of the answer to living and joyful experiences. Yeah. Boom. Love that. Dynamite. Mike Dynamite. Drop. I used to watch that show. <laughs> yeah. Such a good show. I saw him do a show um, once that, dude. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy JJ, yeah. JJ, yeah. That was. JJ. Uh, you know, that's another thing. Like, the shows used to be so fun back in the 70s, like Laverne and Shirley mm. and the Jefferson. Oh, but did you see White Lotus? Oh, no, what's that? It was a great show. It was last year. It was they're HBO. still good shows. Okay, good. They're still great shows. Of course, they're still I great it. it's shows. It's like a mini series on HBO. My mom doesn't watch HBO. <laughs> we just went from like the deepest <laughs> moment the to yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, she got a new big TV. You're gonna be watching that. Seven HBO five man. inches. I haven't been a big TV person, you would but like the show Dennis, really good. Uh, I like to read and all of that. There's but I so realize when I do watch something, I'm like, wow, I get a little obsessed. I do like documentaries and all that. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah. That's very Virgo. Yeah. Yeah. Virgo. Very Virgo. I'm ruled by Mercury. That's right. That's yeah, right. That, me that, too. That man with the great shoes leaping through, you know, the gold Mercury shoes. I think he has these gold <laughs> shoes. Michael Jordan. Kind of <laughs> what was like little feathers or something coming off the back. Yeah. What was it like meeting Conan O'Brien? 
Yeah, so Conan O'Brien, that was a very this authentic a dude. Name drop like, he, yeah, celeb name drop. So he came <laughs> into our that. restaurant again, Ultra House Ramen Shop. TMZ 2.0. Uh, his <laughs> wife, his beautiful wife, uh, wrote and directed a play that was at our local Wicca Theater, Whidbey Island Center for the Arts. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Conan O'Brien, who's Conan. hard to miss because he's like, I call him Conan, <laughs> that he's like mm-hmm. six foot four and lean, and it's him. He walks into the business and we're sitting at home and all of a sudden we get a photograph from the staff saying, look who came in. So he enjoyed some ramen and then he enjoyed Langley and they did a whole fun uh, tribute to him at Town Hall where they dedicated a trash can to him, the Conan can. And his wife had a beautiful uh, play that... what's it called lodged here from the island mm-hmm. at the art center and he hung out for about three days Is Wicca really famous and, or something? Uh, well i think she's from seattle and probably people want to have uh, cool experiences it's with like artsy. a fun theater maybe yeah. right outside of seattle so that's where we are and then shout out to my sister full circle business center she happens to be walking out at the same time, Conan is walking by, and he actually did a podcast, and he mentions her, not by name, but the nice shopkeeper who said to him, the little shopkeeper. Uh, she, said, she said, hey, I, I realize uh, I'm just nice to see you. I'm heading to your ceremony. He's like, a ceremony? Really? They were having a ceremony for me? And she said, yeah, so he didn't know how to get there. And she said, well, everything's only a block away. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was escorted by Julie Mm -hmm. uh, up there. Who also has an AC at her shop now. So if you're in (laughs) town, don't worry about the heat. (laughs) Just go in there. Yeah, (laughs) like, try coming off. You need to cool off. Go in there. (laughs) She's got an air conditioner now and everybody's happy. So, yeah, he was, uh, okay, you know, speaking about that, just like the energy of who he was, that presence where I was saying, you know, somebody who can walk into a room and yeah. light up the experience, that is the kind of energy he has. Of yeah. course, he's a comedian, he's clever, he's funny, but I most importantly, he is kind. He is kind and present, and he. next thing you know, everybody in town had a selfie with him. <laughs> he was funny. He said, yeah, I've been in Langley eight hours, and I've met everyone. <laughs> it's true. So yeah. we're in Langley on Whidbey Island, oh, it's and so it's pretty. a beautiful small town with lots of art galleries. And we're gonna lots go to the fair cool shops i'm so excited yeah the fair is in town right now but we're i would say as Get far scones. as like Scones. humans he no wonder he is where he is because he is very very kind and he was very very present the real deal he was the real deal yeah and he was they not say don't meet your heroes or don't, your, don't meet your heroes don't meet your... or don't meet your the people you look up to because they'll disappoint you Right. But yeah. He sounds. He. Yeah. It was. It was a very cool experience. And so I think you know that was. Uh, oh, then I I go up to him and I say, Hey, are you a hat guy? And we want to give you some merch because he bought a T-shirt. So uh, ultrahouse.us. <laughs> Check it out. There was a guy with 5.9 million followers on YouTube wearing an Ultra House T-shirt. Wow. So Get yeah. Out. Yeah. And Elohim follows them. Or Adam does? No, Elohim does. Oh. So Elohim calls me. That's our son, her brother. Uh-huh. He calls me and says, hey, there's somebody wearing, I think that's Dennis's design. And it is a very cool design. Crazy. And people love the merchandise. But um, anyway. I love my So Con- Conan O'Brien uh, scored three hats and a t-shirt. And he's rocking that in Topanga Canyon or somewhere. Living la vida <laughs> loca. Cheers. That's good. <laughs> so... 
Well, this has been so fun. I know. It's so fun. It's hot. I'm wearing this long sleeve dress. And and you look fabulous. Thank you, darling. Can we just say that? uh, Yeah, it is interesting to be so interested in fine fashionista design Mm. and be conscious and spiritual at the same time and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can be... You can be everything. Yeah, Yeah, you can be everything. I don't like the idea, and I know, Nate, you don't like the idea of being labeled and put in a box and... No. No, you're open to the universe. You have every multitude of... Yeah, I've noticed that lately, like with Instagram and Facebook, there's just people like people. And then you're just like, why am I watching a woman like I was watching a woman (laughs) who was buying stuff at a thrift store and then converting it into a cool outfit for less than ten dollars. And I was like, and then she's got like a lot of followers. And I'm like, this is such a strange reality. Mm. But it truly is about people just following their heart. Right. So they're following that their pulse that experience yeah and they're putting themselves out there and i think what all the humans love are the other humans there are some people who don't Mm. connect with people but i think Mm -hmm. when you think about like why people might be watching this podcast or why people watch those videos like me watching the girl at the thrift store it's because you're and you're genuinely interested in what other people beings have to offer and there's so many offerings right now Mm. and those could be labeled a distraction they for sure could be labeled a distraction if that's all you do and i think pinterest i guess facebook for you (laughs) well also i love instagram too but i i my face i mean my instagram looks horrible now you you know really no judgment well Um, that's judging by you saying no judgment. Yeah, no ju- exactly. Did you See, just make everything a you can you, you can um a judgment you on can my judgment? up every belief system to a new belief system. <laughs> it's true. And Let when you have that kind of power, it's fun. Because you catch yourself um <laughs> What is it? I said, let me be here I am. Yeah, let her be who she okay. is. She's rad. What were we talking about? Oh, I was just oh, thinking Instagram. that that final thought regarding what people are doing nowadays as long as their intention is pure like they're like you're doing Mm -hmm. what you do because you love it not because you want to get famous or you want to make money or you want those are nice side effects and maybe that's okay because truth is is right we just said this every judgment or every belief can be trumped by another belief yeah people don't Mm -hmm. like that word but i like that word and i uh that Actually, speaking of no politics, um, everyone being mean to that human made me not want to be mean to that human. And um, that, yeah, boom. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what started to happen for me. Like, when you start to see, like, masses focusing uh, on negativity regarding anything, again, that has to do with politics or what's happening in the health world right now, and it creates such divisive energy. It just doesn't feel good. Well, that's, it's just a, th- it's theater. It's just a. That's why I voted for Kanye. Same. <laughs> well, it's just theater. I, yeah, it's all just two <laughs> birds of the same feather, feathers of the same bird, and it's that's the illusion. It's wanting you to get caught up in the division and be like, totally. this person's bad. Oh, this person's bad, and you can like just look at it from above and be like, oh, all these. 
these guys falling for this. Right. So this, precious. It is nice to launch <laughs> yourself up Little into babies. a bigger... Uh, it's not... It's, it's all planned. Gaga. You know, I, I think what you're saying is absolutely... Baby wants a bottle. It because... Yeah, you look at them as innocent little people Well, even what you just said, it. like, if I say something that seems like a judgment, that when you have this higher perspective or a consciousness about it, you can actually override every thought and keep mm-hmm. lifting it up so unpeeling the onion right exactly unpeeling the onion yeah uh-huh. and and then you get to that kind of pure state where it's uh it feels different and i think that's really how it and, and letting people get in that angry divisive energy because it's wanting to come up to surface for surface. healing yeah, like right to. Yeah, and then that go- brings in all of like the stories of woundology or the shadow self and oh, the work of Eckhart word. Tolle or any of those uh-huh. people. I want to go to school for woundology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get my master's in woundology. The story of pain. <laughs> oh I think um, <laughs> woundology would be the story uh, as a health person. So I had a health food store for 15 years and was going to be a naturopath mm-hmm. and did self-study on all of the healing arts and am continuing with that. But I, the concept, I think Carolyn Mays may have come up with the woundology concept. So woundology would be the story of pain in your life and living uh, that story in a way where that becomes everything that you're speaking speaking to so you're referencing always either the past traumas or the physical ailments or what happened to you and uh there's this idea that if you actually let's say you had a really bad accident and the concept of there are are no accidents because right so you have this experience Mm. and then you relive that experience in your head then you empower that belief system in your head and then that kind of becomes part of the new story that you're continuously living. So it's a fine line yeah, to be you able to... rewire it. Yeah, exactly. As I was going to uh-huh. say, it's a fine line to be able to rewire mm. the neurons and right guess what the simple answer is just simply giving thanks for the experience and accepting it yeah and gratitude so that you're accepting it or accepting the pain and that led us into birth right we were talking about that yesterday that like accept that that, yeah when you resist birth or the pain of uh, birthing a child you resist it you have more pain but then when you're going into just hmm. acceptance of it. You get and of the pain? I've never given birth, but it does seem. But that's they make it gum. seem so scary in movies. I was listening yeah. to a podcast about yeah, that. Yeah, you know, I you know, they I had you up, which is not good for the baby. Three babies. Pull out the forceps. Nine, twelve and a <laughs> half. Elohim Diamond Light. He was nine All eight. All natural birth. And Atom A T O M. He was 11 11 yes 11.11 ounces actually 11.1 with another one um and he what i just said um it's better to fill the space with silence uh that's a public speaking 101 yeah he was 24 inches long so i had really Um, big babies all natural and you can do it out there anybody you can do it do you have a high pain tolerance i think i do have a high pain tolerance i don't think i do no i don't (laughs) i do agree rewire that okay yeah woundology i'll rewire that 
rewire no, that. You can. you can. And your mind is really powerful. Like, I do cold plunges well, you shouldn't now. Well, walk into that's a funny because I was going to speak intense. to, like, walking on fire and cold plunges uh, because, oh. like, I've never done that. But, like, I've watched people do that. And, like, great. Right, didn't Tony, is it Tony Ro- Tony Robbins? Like, yeah. he'd, like, walk people across fire pits and stuff yeah. like that. It is mental. And Wim Hof. there is something that gives people super mm-hmm. superpowers or okay you watch the uh shows like survivor or <gasps> naked and afraid naked and afraid again or oh. alone where they get these Jinx. kind of uh raw nature experiences yeah fear uh, factor fear for fa- all these yeah no. and they have to work through it the mind is vast my goodness i could not right? so and vast vast spacious vast right oh, and apparently vast. we have it's fast and vast we have <laughs> 60,000 thoughts a day and 25,000 hours of conditioning through media and thought processes. So in order to start shifting your belief systems, you have to think new thoughts and anchor new thoughts, which can create new neuro Yeah, patterns. that goes back to the beliefs and the Bashar and woundology, because if you, it's not about forgetting your past or... Right. You can, it's just about um, reframing, rewiring to... If you don't speak of something so often, yeah, that's not going to be showing up as much in your reality. Yeah, it's um. There's a what they say about words are spelling is casting spells. That when you speak, you're actually co-creating your reality. So, lots of wonderful teachers from the past. uh, Louise Hay spoke to this. And Florence Scovel Shin, who wrote The Game of Life and How to Play It, and Your Word is Your Wand. She has four books. And some people she would, was alive in the early Some people 1900s. might be like, oh, that's spiritual bypassing, you know. It's, but it's true, though, because I have worked in the health food store that I owned. I have helped thousands of people. And there were people that would affirm that they're going to go deaf in one ear and blind in, in their eye. There's this saying about that. And sure enough, that happened to them. Or yeah, they. I had another person who said she just wanted a break. And I said, you know, you might want to pray or put it out there that you want a Caribbean vacation rather than a break. <laughs> well, within a short period of time of her saying that, she got in a car accident and broke her face, broke her hip, broke her arm, broke everything. Yeah. So is there truth with how we speak and co-create <laughs> in our reality? I think so. Yeah, no, totally. And I think what you're... Speaking to where you affirm positive energy or negative energy, that's one thing. But the actual, exactly, the words. Oh, well, some people might you say affirm. you're spiritually bypassing if you're like, always think positive. That whole thing of, I. But that's, be happy, happy, be happy, happy. But that's not Everything really, is good. I don't think that's what you're saying. You're. No, I'm just saying that your words are powerful and your thoughts are powerful and that we are powerful as humans. And yeah. so if you have a consciousness of your words and your thoughts and your actions, you are in full manifestation mode with law of attraction. However, mm-hmm. remember we talked about there's another law that supersedes law of attraction, which is called law of allowing. Mm-hmm. So law of allowing says he can be he and she can be she, right? That we can be whoever we want to be. So therefore, if someone is being a way that we don't want them to be, they have permission to be that way through law of allowing. Mm-hmm. And we can't control their experience of what they're attracting into their life based on what they're allowing in as their thought process yeah and i think i do think 
it yeah. is one of those things with family members or somebody close to you that you want to change them or you want them to be happy. So yeah. therefore, but then we have to remember, daddy said this to me once about you. He said, she needs to learn her own lessons. And I was oh, like, wow. Right. Yeah. Mm. So like when you want to go in and like save somebody or protect somebody that everyone has their own lessons that they want or yeah, need to learn. Like a monk. <laughs> He's a monk. Yeah. He's just, no, but I always, yeah, I love him. So true. Yeah. For everybody, for all our friends, for everybody that you want to give advice to or blah. It's like they all have their own lessons. Yeah, exactly. And, and then you can just go to the grand picture of just trusting in the divine timing of the infinite universe that everything is happening for a reason. But I that also you don't when you start to live that, yeah. And you like all of a sudden you run out of gas on the side of the street. Finding road, gratitude. You're like, Okay, what's up? What's gonna be instead of resisting it and having this like, oh my god, this is the story of the white horse. We talked about oh this on the God. first episode. Yeah. So Call if that. you haven't heard about the, it's like a parable of the white <laughs> horse where a man has this uh, one horse and everyone says, oh, you should sell the one horse in his village mm -hmm. because you'll make money. And he says, no, I don't want to sell the one horse. I want to have it. And then one day there's a storm or something and the horse runs away. And they were like, see, told ya, you should have sold the horse while you had it. Well, you would have made the money. And his whole thing was, what, who is to say what is good or bad? Who is to say that something is yes. right or wrong? Mm. And then all he of a sudden, those. the horse comes back a week later with five more horses. And now he has six horses. And then they're like, oh, you're so lucky because now you have six horses or however mm. many he came mm. back. And now you're wealthier than ever. And he said, who is to say what is good or bad? Yeah. Why are we judging what is? Why can't we just trust that what is is? And then... His son, his only son, goes to train the horses and falls off a horse and breaks his leg. And then the villagers say, oh, mm -hmm. poor you. Now your son, your only worker, mm -hmm. has broken his leg and now he can't work for you. Your life sucks, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and he says, who are you to say what is good or bad? Why are we judging anything? And then a week later, all of the sons in town get called to war. And they lose. All the villagers oh, lose see. their sons yeah. except for him. Yeah, and then he says, who, who are we to say what is good or bad? And so that's that so true. concept. Yeah. Is you that those constructs on yeah, exactly. what is right. Yeah. Do you think there's like some super bad. marshmallow man up in the sky like orchestrating everything some marshmallow I, man i marshmallow heme i <laughs> i like feel a, like a it is word. just an energy frequency of uh what i would consider source. probably source and timelines uh when i did ceremony and, i got on the giant snake yeah. and rode God. through wormholes God. God. so i think wormholes and source. i think it's all just God. energy like yeah. electricity Rabbit holes, wormholes yeah yeah i feel like it is uh, i don't know if there's a being i think we're told that there's a being like yeah. right but how could there be a being unless it was i think there's like probably being puppet. beings mm. a lot of beings and other realms and dimensions but and there are beings that apparently are here helping us probably just this pulse enough i've heard that too like our minds probably can't angels. conceive of it you know right but i definitely don't think it's a person or a one entity or something it's right. like and a, that would be like a sci-fi movie like yeah well, that would be like the wizard of oz right where you have oh. the wizard behind the curtain like constructing all yeah. of the reality Oops. for them that could be happening on earth 
Yeah, I mean, it could for sure. Maybe that's where theater came from and all of that. But why don't they call it the Witch of Oz? Why is it the Wizard of Oz? Right. Well, I think be... he was a male, it right? Was a ma- it was a wizard. Oh. Yeah, he was Have a male. Yeah. Well, that's eagle. an eagle. But is that... <laughs> is that sexism? Uh, yeah, you know, that whole story, The Wizard of Oz, had to do with kind of oh, the story of the banking system, follow the gold path, the green emerald cities, money, poppies around it all. To like the Federal nation. Reserve? Well, I think was the story of kind of the illusion, like the poppies you know, were, were quieting. Oh. Okay. And... Well, you know, that's a whole nother story, the Federal Reserve. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, hot the dress. central banking system, this all of that. Last, this was the yeah. last time. I was like, I'm sweating in my sweatshirt. <laughs> Let's, but I, I think, what do you think? I feel like you had we've, a fever then, though. Oh, I had a fever. I'm, I think a, in, in conclusion, for yeah. this conclusion, yeah, just to conclusion. wrap it up, is that we are magnificent beings of light and love. There's an eagle. They have such a unique sound. I don't know. Yeah. And that we co-create our reality with our thoughts and our belief systems. So you work on those or you play with those by uh, having high-frequency foods, having high-frequency thoughts, having high frequency actions and so you know the ego represents great spirit so you know yeah I, and frequency I, high frequency versus low frequency people always are like well i feel like they get kind of triggered, triggered by that but it's not saying one is good or bad or one is better right. or it, it's just what it is it is a level of you're well if you're resonating in yeah. a higher frequency that's going to feel different than a lower frequency it goes back to not being good or bad we have DNA from the horse story. Apparently, like if you eat a Cheeto, you, that becomes part of your DNA. If you eat an organic strawberry, but it's okay <laughs> to eat Cheetos sometimes. It is. Yeah. You're right because that bypasses that whole belief system. But if yeah. somebody does that a lot, then they might get a tummy ache, and then that tummy ache might turn into inflammation. Oh my gosh, you could go into we we always get yeah into we this could go into a health of, podcast. That's what yeah. I love doing is all the natural well, with food. From cheese. So it comes from milk. Well, I'm always surprised. I think it's kind of artificial on a Cheeto, though. I'm always uh, surprised at like yeah, the, the greatness the of companies from the past, <laughs> like Cheez-Its or companies that were craft foods that were really good companies when they started, and uh-huh. how kind of the takeover of corporate America and the money game came in to taint good products. However, there are such amazing new products. I mean, when I became vegan, when you were born, like that was like this, like there was nothing. You'd have flax oil and rice and Bragg's aminos and nutritional yeast and stuff, but there weren't any of the fancy snacks that are out there. Yeah. And yet, so the corporate world, there's this whole movement in the natural foods industry that uh, whether or not they're owned by the corporations or not, or they're independent that are bringing all this new energy to the planet and new snacks and new foods. I do love researching old products though. I recently went down the Jolly Rancher uh, product uh, and discovered what that was all about, which Hmm. it was a candy that was, I think, made in Colorado by this husband and wife, and they had an ice cream shop, and next thing you know, they were like, let's do a hard candy, and, you know, now those are uh, fun 
Jolly Ranchers are the best, right? Yeah. Even though they're candy. But it goes into your DNA. Yeah, it goes in there. I think all those dyes and stuff aren't very good, though, because that's supposed to, you know, have uh, mind stuff that can affect your mind and whatnot. Probably. Yeah. So I think well, just, again, the roping it in, the conclusion, the full circle of life right now is mm-hmm. that be here now <laughs> with gratitude and love mm-hmm. and know that you are a being of vibrational light status and that what you put out comes back so that everything you see in life is the mirror of your thoughts and what uh the 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 one is all and the all is one and so that everything's connected and everything affects the whole and And that you have the abilities to change your (laughs) thoughts and and, 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 and talker talker I, and I, to follow your excitement, yes. which is Bashar, uh. and that's a good note. If you feel lost and don't know what your path is, to always follow your excitement. It could be as simple as gardening. It's true. It's true. Like it's a strange phenomenon mm-hmm. when people do that. I mean, even this, like you saying, I want to do a little podcast, and then people seeing the podcast or hearing the podcast and having yeah. an effect in their world and. I also think, and I heard this once at this spiritual fair with a lecture, and they said that the two best uh, actions that humans can do right now in these times are to meditate and to be of service. Mm. And so however it looks to be of service, so if being of service has to do with giving your gift, with comedy, giving your gift of acting and dancing and Mm -hmm. theater, giving your gift as a filmmaker, giving your gift of of the words that you share, giving the gift of ramen, giving the gift. So being of service and identifying with gifting rather than so much of the thought of that you need something Mm -hmm. out of life and just participating in it in a willing way. Mm. And then the meditation piece can come. Yes, it can be the Om Nama Renge Kyo or Sat Nam. It could be any of that, or it can be walking in nature and observing animals, or it can be dancing or Mm -hmm. it can be laughter. I think meditation comes in lots of forms also. So I think making tea, which one? Making tea. Making tea. Or coffee. I think that, yeah, well, making tea is a tea ceremony. Love you, Mommy. I love you too, baby. So fun. I know, so you. fun. Thank I'm you, too. Uh, I love both of you. Aw, thanks, well, I'm Nate. Joking. Yeah, I'm Aww. crying, too. Aw. <laughs> so this I'm is my, my first time meeting Nate, and Nate <laughs> is wonderful, and they Aww. found each other in the path of life, and when you find each path other. Of life, huh? Yeah. Oh. Eagle. Eagle again. And JJ. JJ. We got like wildlife safari here. I know. But I'm so grateful to do this with you. And may we launch our dreams and and enjoy life and have fun and just be in the gratitude flow and just know that you're so loved and Now we're going to go on the tilt a whirl. Ah, Tilt a whirl. That's what life is. Everything we just said is the tilt a whirl. Yes. Okay. Okay, I love you. Love you too. Thank you. And thank you for letting me be your first guest. Bye. You know it. Namaste. Peace out. Girl Scout.